Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dirty Cleats Podcast. This is your host, Dr. Dope Cope, and this is where we talk all things football. everyone and thank you again for listening to the Dirty Cleats podcast. I'm so excited for this new season of football. I'm also so excited because of the fourth season of the Dirty Cleats podcast. There are so many things that's happening and that are changing that are different and I want to discuss all of that with you listeners and one of the topics that I want to talk about today is something that I just recently learned about and it's the Rooney Rule. You know, Brian Flores took a shot at the NFL at the beginning of the offseason last year, you know, when he alleges that the league is discriminating racially against minorities. Um, And the Rooney Rule is actually a part of that. So I wanted to dive deeper into that and see actually, you know, what's going on. So from my understanding, the Rooney Rule is meant to ensure that the hiring practices of the NFL is equal. They want to make sure minorities are getting interviewed for positions such as coaches in the front office, GMs, everything, you know, whatever. They want them to be interviewed only, though. That's the only thing that it asks. You know, that's kind of concerning for people like myself. 70% of the players in the NFL are black, so... You know, it's really it's really kind of crazy that there are no black owners. There's only two minority owners in the league and they own the same team. So shout out to the Bills for that. All right. But let's back it up a little bit. So the Rooney Rule was enacted in 2002 by former owner of the Pittsburgh Steelers, Dan Rooney. It's supposed to, I guess, help. You know what I mean? But I guess my problem is just with the wording of it and how they're I guess, getting around it. You know, Brian Flores is saying they're pretty much bypassing this rule by going through the motions and just saying that they're doing it because all they're, you know, doing is interviewing. Um, And so that's really not addressing the issue. The issue is that there are only two head coaches that are black right now. Five years ago, there were eight head coaches that were minorities and also black. So when I got to looking into this rule and to, you know, the things that was going on with the case as far as Brian Flores, you know, he has a lawsuit going and um, a couple other guys joined him with this lawsuit, Steve Wilkes and Ray Horton. Um, There, you know, there's been an ongoing case. And from what I understand going on right now, it's been ruled that they actually have to try these cases separately. Uh, But they're alleging that the NFL is discriminating. Um, Brian Flores goes on to say that the owner offered him $100,000 to lose while he was a head coach in Miami uh, per loss, just so they can get a better draft pick. You know, things that are against NFL policy, things like this can actually cost him ownership of the team if this is found out to be true. Again, all of this is alleged, but jumping 
further into what's going on as far as this case goes and this rule that's supposed to be that's supposed to be helping you know they had this rule for 20 years so far and I don't know it doesn't really seem like there's anything that's happening that's noticeable I think that's what we're looking for out here with stuff like this it's just like a noticeable change like a noticeable difference between the cultures because everyone is you know can be supportive and everyone can have input and everyone can and can do well you know um just looking at you know the teams that are involved with the lawsuit you have Miami of course you also have the New York Giants Arizona Cardinals Denver Broncos Houston Texans and Tennessee Titans so you know those three guys who had this lawsuit they're going after these teams and they're you know trying to create some change. As I said, this rule was enacted in 2002. So that was 20 years ago. And actually, there's a reason why, you know, this lawsuit even matters, Um, you know, because of the length of time that it's taken since the rule that really nothing is changing and things are still actually the same. Um, But also the, the root cause for why the Rooney's decided to even make this rule what they were trying to fight against that's still happening today and that involves one of my actual favorite coaches of all time and that's Tony Dungy and so I didn't even realize I didn't even realize that this stuff had went on and you know took place um so I'm putting the pieces together myself but just follow me for a little bit as I tell you about what happened to Tony Dungy so he was fired in 2002 from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers after being there for six seasons. At the same time, in the same year, Dennis Green from the Minnesota Vikings was fired. Both of these guys are black and both of them were fired from their teams with a lot of people raising eyebrows because they were not doing terribly. You know, they were pretty, they, they won, they had pretty good seasons. They, they, weren't perfect, of course, but after they got fired in 2002, that left only one head coach that was black, and that was Herman Edwards of the New York Jets. As soon as Tony Dungy gets fired from Tampa Bay, he gets picked up from by the Colts. You know, he only had one losing season while he was in Tampa Bay. Uh, six and ten, he went that year, and then he had three three seasons where he had ten ten wins or more over the next four years. So it was just, you know, really concerning that people were just wondering like, you know, what, what is, what do these teams want? You know, this is a really competitive league getting a 10 win season. You know, I don't know anybody who wouldn't take 10 wins, but this other guy, you know, Dennis Green, he was no slouch either. He actually never had a losing season until his last season when Minnesota fired him. You know, he started out eight and eight, pretty modest but he had seasons where he went 15 and 1 10 and 6 11 and 5 and again this is the NFL so if you putting up numbers like that and in his last season you know they were real crazy too like he went 5 and 10 and before he can even play his last game like he was fired so that's like really concerning that these coaches 
are not being judged fairly. And we can name plenty of coaches out here that are not a minority that, you know, maybe get a an extra year to to try to figure things out. Oh, they had extenuating circumstances. This player got hurt, this player got hurt. This is the NFL. All of these all of these coaches out here are dealing with the same things. You know, they deal with injuries, they deal with the rules, they deal with any kind of change that happens within the game. You know, players not doing what they're supposed to do. You know, they deal with everything. And there are a lot of good coaches out here that maybe aren't getting the same respect or same attention that they should be getting. And I think that it's great that Brian is doing this. You know, in Miami, he followed up Adam Gase, right, who everyone knows to stay away from. He went, Adam Gase went 32 and 49 when he was in Miami. Okay, boom. So Brian Flores steps in after Adam Gase. You know, Miami Miami was never like really good. They it's a it's a tough division for them at this time because the Patriots are the Patriots. So I can really just stop there, but you know, you also have Buffalo out there and you have the Jets who are the Jets. And I'm glad I can just, you know, pause and everybody knows what I'm talking about. Okay, good. Now that we got that out of the way, the Dolphins and the Bills kind of floated in the middle of that division. And I say floated because Miami may have had a winning season here or there. And the Bills have steadily gotten better as, you know, in the past couple of years. And so it's just been a upward climb. It, it had to be an upward climb for Miami and Brian. So when he comes in, doesn't doesn't do great. When he comes in, he starts out five and ten. And that's that's tough. But then he goes ten and six. And then you go nine and eight. And then boom, he's cut. Done. I mean, geez. I don't know. Before that, they were seven and ten before he got there. And then the year before that, six and ten. And this is again with Adam Gase. Um, I mean, Again, give me a ten win season and, and when I can I can work with you. Especially you're gonna you're gonna bounce back from a five win season to a ten win season. I mean, geez, you, you lose eight times the next season. I guess that just was a little bit too much for um for Miami. They cut they cut them. And yeah, and, and here you have this and then boom, here comes the, the lawsuit. I will have you know that Brian Flores is employed. He's he's working actually for the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know, how crazy is that? As defensive assistant, and he's also, of course, working with linebackers. Um, I think that's one of his specialties there. So we'll see how he does and how the defense does in Pittsburgh. I will definitely be rooting for him as a person this season. I'm definitely going to be rooting for Brian Flores and the Pittsburgh Steelers defense as, you know, he helps them become a threat on the field because I think that he is actually a good coach. I think he it has the potential to still be a head coach. I don't 
hate anything that he was doing there in Miami. He had some good weapons. He was working with a, you know, backup quarterback at the time. Some of the time, um, you know, it's it's tough. It's tough out here in the league. And if there is something that's going on and they have a good idea of what's going on around them. And I just appreciate people speaking up for things that they feel are not right. And this is something that's definitely not right. But I appreciate the bounce back that these players show and certain teams that are out here just overlooking everything that's going on and just saying, hey, if you're good, come help us win. Because that's what it's about at the end of the day. So, yeah, I mean, I talked about some players here that or actually I talked about some coaches here that had some things done to them unjustly. I feel we all know what Tony Dungy ended up doing. I mean, the guy was great in Indy and so happy for him and his legacy and that it didn't end there in Tampa Bay when they let him go. You know, Dennis Green, his counterpart in that year, ended up coming back in 2004 and coaching in Arizona. So shout out to them. Uh, the other two guys that are in this lawsuit with Brian, one guy hasn't coached in a couple years. He was actually Ray Horton. He coached uh, in Washington. And then you had still and then you have Steve Wilkes, who's also out here still coaching in Carolina And it's just great to see. It's great to see diversity. It's great to see inclusion. You know, representation really does matter out here. It's a lot of sports where maybe some time ago they were dominated by white people. But right now you have all sorts of people that can do all sorts of things. And something that's just really inspiring that just took place, I'm sure you all have heard about it. The queen, the goat herself, Serena Williams, definitely showed up and showed out at the U.S. Open. And I'm so proud of her and her legacy and everything that she's she's meant to the sports world. I mean, truly, truly a class act and definitely broke through a lot of barriers as a black girl from Compton playing a white man's sport, as they say. And she just really did her thing and did what needed to happen. And you cannot you cannot stop greatness and we cannot be afraid of what may happen if we let just what one in. You know, we just have to let everyone in and let everyone's talents be appreciated because everyone has something to give in this world. I truly, truly believe that. So thank you guys for listening to the Dirty Cleats podcast, uh, we can we can talk about anything, any kind of sport. I'm going to give it to you all day, every day. OK, so for this episode segment, I'm going to go on a DC rant. And for those of you who don't know, a DC rant is when I set a timer for one minute and I just either have myself or my guests go off on any given topic that involves the NFL. They get to choose or I get to choose and we just go off like whatever we're feeling fed up about. You know, I think we've had people go off on the refs, which is definitely, definitely warranted. And anytime anybody else wants to do that too, like hit me up because they be out here wilding, but that's not what I'm doing today. So I'm going to go on my DC rant and I'm going to start in three, two, 
one. I want to go off on the fact that the MVP continues to be a freaking quarterback. Bro, let me tell you, I know. So this is a team sport, right? They get to. They got to look at everybody. They can't just look at the quarterback. Yeah, I know he's out there. He's super flashy and he's throwing the touchdown to these players. But some of these players are having outstanding seasons. The last time that there was a non-quarterback MVP was Adrian Peterson in 2012. It's been nine straight seasons of a quarterback being MVP. And I'm just really freaking fed up about it. And I can't really hold it in anymore because I I look at all the players and I want everyone to have a chance at this coveted trophy. You know, if it's just quarterbacks only, then just say that. If you only want the quarterback to be an MVP, then just say that. Okay, and that's my DC rant. Okay, guys, so this is the part of the show where I shout out a small business or company that's hoping to reach some new clients or customers And hopefully they can do that through this podcast. Today, this episode is brought to you by one of my homegirls, Brittany. She is known as the lifestyle coach. She provides personal development and mindset coaching. As a mindset coach, she will focus on a person's self-belief and behavioral patterns. She helps clients form a more positive attitude, face challenges productively, and help them find more joy in their day-to-day lives. You can reach her at thelifestylecoach at gmail.com. That's T-H-E-E, lifestylecoach at gmail.com or Instagram at thelifestylecoach. I made that with a lot of C4. Hey, y'all. Thank you again for listening to the Dirty Cleats podcast. You can follow this podcast on Instagram and on Twitter at Dirty Cleats Pod. Keep those cleats dirty. Peace.